They were fantastic. And mums and dads, if you were the ones ferrying them backwards and forwards to the Connect Centre every Sunday for practices, thank you so much. Uh, I'm sure you had to practice lines with them. I saw some Facebook videos up from mums uh, showcasing what was to come from their uh, wonderful kids. And even some of our uh, Connect youth, I don't know if you realise, but there were several of our teenagers were a part of helping and uh, coaching and uh, uh, consoling kings who were getting a little stage shock there. And uh, they, they just all did such a great job. And I think... Part of my favorite things, I don't know if you noticed, but when they sang uh, All I Want For Christmas Is My Two Front Teeth, at least two of the kids needed two front teeth, which is perfect. So uh, the, just the, the casting of each person in this play was wonderful. So um, as I said earlier, I'm Dave, I'm the lead pastor, and uh, my wife and I, Casey, we actually have been very fortunate. We just returned from a trip overseas. Uh, we went back to England. Uh, I was celebrating a good friend of mine. It was his birthday. He just turned 50, so we were surprising him. And I know you're thinking, that's crazy. Why would you have a friend who's 15 years older than you, obviously? Uh, but yeah, we, we've been good friends. And uh, we went back, and I celebrated his birthday with him. And then we got to go away, the pair of us, to where we went for our honeymoon 20 years ago. Uh, so we had a great time. But I've got to be honest... I was getting a little bit of nervous towards the end of the trip because yesterday was when we were due to fly back from London and uh, I didn't want to miss this. I didn't want anything to happen, any travel problems, anything that would get in the way of me getting back because I did not want to miss what was taking place this morning. Our flight came across the Atlantic without any problems, although as we head towards Chicago, the storms picked up a bit. Uh, the, the pilot came on and said, if you heard that loud crash, that was just the, light, the lightning hitting the plane. It happens every now and again. And I'm I didn't hear it. I'd rather he hadn't told me because I, I, now I was worried after he had told me. Then we were on the um, plane coming down to Peoria waiting to take off and Casey and I are on Facebook and it's tornado watches, people posting about the end of the world in Peoria. And uh, I'm like, there's no way we're flying out and we take off. And I'm like, but I was so glad that we had a very experienced pilot who managed to land right through those storms because I did not want to miss this. And you know what's amazing? So 2,000 years ago, when Jesus himself was born, a lot of people missed it. A lot of people missed the fact that Jesus, the Son of God, came to live amongst us. In fact, there was only a handful of people that were aware of the birth of Jesus. Mother Christmas, the uh, famous character from the Bible, um, she was telling us this morning um, the, the real meaning of Christmas. And, and there's a great picture. If we look at this nativity scene, I think all of us can uh, uh, kind of look at that. And that just brings to mind just the, the thoughts and the feelings of Christmas. But really, this is the small group of characters who didn't miss Jesus coming into the world. It was really just a handful of people. And I got thinking about this. I was thinking, you know, God doesn't come to me very often and ask for my advice on how to run the universe. I think he should, but uh, he doesn't. Because uh, I think if I was going to bring Jesus into the world, I would have done it differently. So Mary, she was a, a teenager, a single mom. She was from a, a small place of low significance, low status. I'm thinking if I'm going to bring a baby into the world... I'm going to make sure that everyone knows about this baby. I'm going to make sure that when this baby comes, this baby is going to come and the parents will be maybe uh, this couple up here. Now, right there, that's a baby, okay? If it's Prince William and Kate, okay, that, people are going to know about that baby or, or uh, his brother here, Harry and Meghan, okay? When, when these guys have babies, the whole world's talking about it, okay? Or maybe we could look at the American equivalent when uh, one of these ladies has a baby. Uh, 
That's the Yorah version of the uh, royal family. They're the Kardashians, for those who don't know. Um, I couldn't tell you which one's which, but I do know that every now and again, one of them has a baby, and it seems to be that everything is all everyone is talking about. So you think, God, why wouldn't you have a big celebrity? But instead, he chose Mary, this young teenage girl that, that no one had heard of, to bring Jesus into the world. And then he chose this unlikely group of people to spread the news, to tell the news of this, this coming birth. A group of shepherds. These shepherds, okay, so in Jesus' time, shepherds were kind of the, the outcasts of society. Yeah, you didn't need college education to be a shepherd. In fact, you were at the other end of the spectrum. If you couldn't really find anything else to do in life, then, then you were kind of cast as a shepherd because what you did was you sat out in the fields watching over sheep. Shepherds weren't taken too seriously. They were, they were thought of on the, the low status ladder. Think of the outcasts of society today. Think of someone who you could think of the, the least um, maybe popular person. That was kind of what our shepherds were. And yet a group of angels showed up and spoke of the birth of Jesus. We can actually read that verse. We'll have it up on the screens here in just a second. Um, I had the verse ready, and then I started taking a bunch of pictures during the things. Okay. It says, When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. Now, I wonder if you've read that before. I, I was reading this, thinking about it this week, and thinking, when it says, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them, I wonder if the people were amazed at the news that the shepherds were bringing, or I wonder if they were amazed that it was shepherds bringing this news. I wonder if that's what amazed them, is why would God choose to tell a group of shepherds? See, if it were me, I'd choose someone like this guy. I don't know if you've heard of this guy. This guy's name is Collins Key. Any of you heard of this guy? Now, if you've got younger children, okay, you'll have heard of this guy. He is so famous in YouTube world. Two and a half billion people have watched this guy's videos on YouTube. Every week he releases another one, and tens of millions of people watch his YouTube. My daughter watches his, his YouTube. We just sit there in our living room here in the background, and it's, he just talks about how to make slime and how to eat sour candy, what his face looks like. I mean, it's like, why would you tune in to watch this? But every time he put, uploads a video, millions of people watch. I wonder if in Jesus' time there were people, maybe not YouTube video stars like this, but people who had more credibility when it came to spreading some news. But God chose some shepherds. God chose the shepherds to visit Mary, to visit Joseph, to see Jesus and to spread the news. And then our other group in this, this small group of characters who witnessed the birth of Jesus were the wise men. They were the other ones, weren't they? They showed up a short time later after Jesus was born. We don't know an awful lot about them. Historians think that maybe they were astrologers, that they could have even been kings. We know that they traveled from far away and they followed signs in the sky to come and see the birth of this king. But I was thinking, you know, if we, if we had to choose some wise men today to spread the news of Jesus, maybe, maybe the wise men we choose would be something like one of these two guys. These would be the the wise men. 
Now, depending on which TV station your TV stays tuned to, you'll be thinking, wise man, that's a wise guy there. So, uh, and you can see the problem here, can't you? If one of these guys spread that news, half the population will think, well, that's not true. <laughs> Fake news, birth of a Jesus, I don't believe that. <laughs> But these are the people today, our newscasters, the media, our, our politicians, these are the ones who deliver these, these important announcements. But back in Jesus' time, God chose to bypass kings and leaders and rulers and chose these three wise men to bring this news, to visit this baby, and to be part of that Christmas story that, that Mother Christmas told us this morning, the real meaning of Christmas. And here's what's most amazing to me. 2,000 years ago, so many people missed it. So many people missed the fact that Jesus himself, the Son of God, was being born. But in the last 2,000 years, millions upon millions have come to hear and understand this story. And this story has actually become more than just a story to them. It's changed their lives. Because this Jesus, this baby Jesus who was born in a, in a manger, grew up to become a man who would one day give his life for all of us. God's gift to us. God loved us so much that he sent his only son, Jesus, to die that any of us can believe in him and have everlasting life. And here's my hope this morning. I love that you've come today. I really hope you've enjoyed it. But 2,000 years later, I'm hoping that you don't miss it this Christmas also. I'm hoping that you don't miss the real reason of Christmas. That baby in that manger, what all the characters in that story were searching for, the real meaning of Christmas, because there's a lot that can get in the way, isn't there? There's commercials, there's malls, there's decorations, there's, there's all sorts of things that can get in the way. But this Christmas, I hope you'll join me in kind of stripping back some of that stuff so we don't miss the real meaning of Christmas. You know, here at Connect, we've got some plans ahead for the next three or four weeks. We're actually going to have a series we're going to do called the Advent Conspiracy. Advent is the, the four weeks leading up to Christmas. And the idea of the conspiracy is we're going to conspire together to, to, to pull back the curtain, to get through some of the, um, the stuff, the, the trappings of Christmas, to discover the true meaning, like the kids in the play, the true meaning of Christmas. One of the ways we're going to do that is uh, we have the opportunity to give this Christmas. When you came in, you might have seen in the foyer some Christmas trees, and on those Christmas trees were these red envelopes with the sticker on the front that says the big give. Well, here at Connect, we've got a little thing we're doing this Christmas, and we want to, um, those of us who uh, call Connect Church our church home, we want to be able to, uh, to give to make a difference outside of our own circumstances this Christmas. You know, it's great to be able to buy gifts for friends and family, but sometimes you can get a little bit carried away. So, so we're kind of saying as a church, let's, let's give to someone and make a difference, both locally and globally. So if you want to grab one of those envelopes before you leave today, you can. They're on the Christmas tree. Uh, you can bring it back next week with, a ca with some cash or a check in it. And all the money we collect between now and Christmas for this big gift, big give offering that we're going to do is going to be split up. Some of it's going to stay here in Washington, and it's going to help an organization called Threads Hope and Love who work with under-resourced families locally every single week. And at Christmas, they do a big um, gift thing for the kids and the teenagers of these families. So we're going to help them by purchasing some gift cards. And then globally, we're going to help some kids and some families in Ecuador in churches that we've planted down there 
where an organization called Compassion is now working directly with those children. We're going to send some funds to make a difference in those churches. Maybe provide a playground. Maybe provide something that that particular church needs. So if you want to be a part of that big give, you can do that um, by grabbing one of those envelopes. And then... Just before we wrap up here this morning, we're actually going to take one last opportunity to give. We're going to take up an offering. And the reason we do this is because many of the people who are here this morning, this is our regular church service. We come to church every Sunday morning. And uh, for a lot of folks here at Connect, they choose to, to give as a way of supporting the mission and vision of Connect Church. So I'm going to ask the, the folks who help with the offering if they'd like to wait their way forward right now. Uh, we're going to say a prayer, and then if you uh, are part of Connect and you want to give this morning, then uh, feel free to do so. Father, we love you so much, and we thank you for this opportunity to give back to you, especially during this season when our thoughts are focused on the idea of your gift to us, your gift of Jesus to us. So Lord, I pray for uh, this offering this morning, all that's collected, that will be used to um, help us here at Connect to... Uh, Continue to do what we do every week here as a church. Continue to impact the community you've planted us in and continue to impact the world in ways that you've called us to do. We ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. So as they're passing those baskets, let me just kind of reiterate that thought one last time as we get towards the end of the service here. You know, they were searching for the true meaning of Christmas, those kids in that play. And that picture, the nativity, that, that's a very familiar scene for all of us. It, it captures the true meaning of Christmas right there in the center of that stable. But isn't it crazy that 2,000 years ago, such a small group of people got to experience that? 2,000 years ago, you imagine there were people that were alive in Bethlehem at that time that had come in for the census, that had, come, had gathered in that place. And maybe they, maybe they heard a baby's cry. Maybe they heard that there was a baby born nearby. But they didn't realize the importance of who that baby was. They missed the fact that just a short way away, God's son Jesus was coming into, into the earth, into our lives. From heaven down to earth. We don't want you to miss that this Christmas. So here's my challenge to you before you leave today. I want you to stick around, have some coffee, have a donut, get some pictures with your kids and just enjoy the time. But if you don't have a church home of your own, why not make a commitment this Christmas? Say, I'm, I'm going to just, I'm going to go to Connect just for the Sundays up to Christmas. They're doing this series called The Advent Conspiracy. And, and maybe this Christmas, this could be a time for you to just check out church and just hear a little bit more about this baby. Maybe, maybe you think you know the Christmas story, but maybe you'll learn something new. I've got to tell you, every time I prepare for Christmas, I always discover something new as I'm studying this story that I know so well. I see something that I've never seen before. So maybe this Christmas, by attending our services, you'll see something about the Christmas story that you've never seen before. And maybe, just maybe this Christmas, you'll see something in the Christmas story that you'll realize is God's message to you personally of his love, his gift to you. Father, we love you so much. We thank you for this morning. Thank you for these brilliant kids who did such a great job, Lord, with the singing and the acting and the lines they learned. God, thank you that you can often speak to us so clearly through, through a child. And Lord, help us not to miss 
Help us not to miss the, the relevance, the reality of Christmas. The true message of, message of Christmas. Help us to enjoy our time with families and friends and eating and gift giving and gift receiving. But help us not to miss the true meaning of Christmas. Of who Jesus is and the relationship that he wants to have with us. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.